Present. Councilor Falco. Present. Vice President Knight. Present. Councilor Barnes. Present. Councilor Morell. Present. Councilor Scarpelli. Present. Present. President Presence. This, this special meeting will take place by his own in person at Howard Alva Chambers, the second floor of Method City Hall, uh, George B. Hassett Drive, Method Mass. There will be a special meeting of the Memphis City Council on Friday, June 25th, 2021 at 6.45 p.m. at Halden, Howard F. Alden Chambers at Memphis City Hall, 85 George P. Hester Drive, Memphis Mass. The purpose of this meeting is to discuss allegations of a legal and personal nature received by the City Council. The City Council may choose to enter into executive session for this discussion to discuss the discipline or dismissal of or hear or to hear complaints or charges brought against a public officer, employee, staff member, or individual. The city's council has invited city solicitor uh, Kimberly Scanion to attend this meeting. Sincerely yours, Richard Caraviello, presence. Yeah. Someone open, does someone open discussion here? I think, Mr. President, if we can, I, Council think Scott that, I think we need a rundown because I think the uh, our community is looking for some answers. And I received a phone call earlier stating that, are we doing enough on the council? And I think the understanding of what our, um, what our boundaries are, what we can do, what we can't do with the situation is really held, um, it seems like it's being held uh, by the administration. Um, I don't think we're being given the proper information in uh, open meeting law process. Um, I, I believe that uh, all the parties that were named were uh, offered to be here this evening. Um, I don't see anyone from the city administration here uh, to talk about some serious allegations and um, leaves us with our hands tied. Um, so I, I, I know that um, personally trying to reach out to uh, uh, different legal avenues to see what we can do personally for myself as a council that represents all of Medford and um, a community that's asking our, us questions. And if something has happened over the last week that we've been given information, I think that Tonight, this council, we have to sit and make a decision uh, what avenues we're going to go with, even if um, we have to make tough decisions, whether it's uh, walking a fine line, because it's, uh, I'm sick of talking in riddles, um, and, and we need to move forward to make sure that um, everybody is heard and uh, the, the issues that are put forth are investigated properly and sent to the proper authority. So um, that's, I'd start with that right now. Thank you. Councilor Biz. Thank you, Mr. President. And thank you, Councilor Scarpelli. I think, you know, part of this rundown is that this council has requested independent legal representation and the funds necessary to have it so that we can get the legal advice we believe we deserve in a way that's independent of the legal and personnel matters referenced in the uh, meeting agenda. Um, I also think there are some motions and actions we may be able to take as a council uh, to do our duty to make sure that we are conducting oversight of city government, uh, that 
city is being transparent and addressing issues uh, with the goal of finding the truth and making sure that the truth is what determines any uh, consequences or actions that the city takes. So I, I do have two motions that I'd like to read off and I have written them down for the clerk. Uh, the first one will be a motion that this council give permission to any third party uh, to release any information pertaining to uh, ongoing legal and personnel matters. The city does contract with third parties that may have pertinent information for any investigation. I have a second motion, but I'll, I'll wait for- well, you want. Just have a point of clarification. Point of, point of clarification, Council Royal. Um, would that be releasing to the council or to the public? Uh, to, to an investigator. Okay, thank you. And I'm happy to make that amendment. And did you wanna make your second motion now also? I'll read it off and it's a motion to request that the city administration appropriate necessary funds to allow the city council to select a third party investigator to review uh, certain legal and personnel matters. Okay. Um, do we want to, want to vote on that now or you want to wait till the end? Wait till the end. Okay. Uh, the gentleman, would you like to speak? Good evening, name address for the record, please. Yes, thank you, Mr. President, members of the council. My name is Mark Rumley. I'm an attorney and I reside at 50 Woodrow Avenue in Medford. Uh, I won't mention any names, but I'll tell you who I represent. I represent uh, Alicia Nunley Benjamin, and I represent Michael Durham. And I won't get too deep into anything else because I want to respect this particular body and what you're going through right now. But I do have a question, and then I'd like to address uh, Councilor Beer's uh, resolution just for a second. And the question that I have is, is there any procedural reason why we, uh, why we can't go forward tonight in some fashion? Is there any type of uh, uh, procedural reason why this meeting can't go forward? I don't know of any. We have none. Uh, Vice President Knight. Um, well, the council, uh, the Medford City Council has uh, requested the presence of uh, our legal council. Um, but from what I understand, uh, our legal council is unavailable and not here, uh, able to represent us this evening. Um, so that's what brings us here this evening with uh, no, no lawyer. And I think that the whole purpose of this meeting was to sit down and um, speak with legal counsel. Uh, the purpose of this meeting isn't to tire and feather anybody. Um, the purpose of the meeting is to address a series of complaints that were presented to the council um, by, you know, legal counsel that represents two members of the federally protected class. Um, they're very serious allegations in nature. And quite frankly, the Medford City Council doesn't have the experience or, or the fundamental tools necessary to investigate this matter without getting an appropriation from the mayor. And that's what we need. Yes. Um, you know, so in, in looking at this and seeing, you know, how this has played out, I'm, I'm a little confused as to what the great realm, the, why this is done in such, why, why this is a shadow government, you know, why this is going on, why a city solicitor can't, solicitor can't be here to provide us with the information and why the people that were asked to attend aren't, aren't present this evening so we can get to the bottom of this. What we're really looking for, I think, is legal direction. Um, we don't know what our options are, and we want legal counsel to explain to us what our options are, and legal counsel isn't here or available to do that to, for us. So, well, I, I respect that, Counselor, but I think you could also imagine the frustration of the two persons that I represent at this juncture, because I believe that this was originally scheduled for Tuesday evening, and then it was put over to Wednesday evening because of availability issues, and then it goes over till tonight. So uh, I can dance around names and tell you why I'm here, 
and I don't mind doing that, but I will uh, defer to the council's wishes. And I have come uh, equipped with some suggestions myself on behalf of my clients, but I will leave that until the uh, council tells me they would like to hear from me. Other than that, well, the ball, gentlemen and ladies, is in your court. I certainly don't think that we should preclude the gentleman from speaking after taking uh, time Mr. out Rumbley, of his busy like day to be here speak. on a 7 uh, o'clock on Friday evening. Mr. Rumbley? Mr. Rumley, the floor is still yours if you want to continue to speak. The floor is still yours if you wanted to continue to speak. Well, I will, because I think also as a resident of Medford, not only a lawyer, but as a resident of Medford, I can understand the confusion with the people that live here about what's going on, because it's, uh, there's, there's this discussion that goes so far, but it doesn't go far enough to be informative. And then people say, what's going on? And when people have a question about what's going on, they always gravitate to the most uh, nefarious conclusions. Now, candidly, the uh, matters that I brought to this council's attention last uh, Friday night, a week ago tonight, are serious. And uh, they, they deal with uh, some matters that need to be tended to. And if you would like to go into executive session to discuss that, we're willing to go in with you. Otherwise, I'll be very happy to discuss this without mentioning one name with the exception of my clients' names. But honestly, I'm not so sure that's fair to everyone. But we're here to, uh, we're here to cooperate. This meeting was noticed. I'm here with my client, Mr. Durham, and also I believe that Alicia Nunley is with us. Uh, she is on the call. She's on the call. So we're ready to discuss this either in open session because we've made no secret of the fact that we're not hiding anything and we don't really have any desire to be confidential because the matters we're talking about are the matters that deal with government and government should be open. Some people use the word transparent and that's the way government should be. So we're willing to uh, waive any type of confidentiality but I can't waive confidentiality on behalf of people I don't represent. But uh, so if executive session is the whim or the wish, and that's one of the, the purposes that you had mentioned, Mr. President, we're willing to go into executive session too. But I need to have some, some direction. Or Vice President Knight. Um, <clears throat> Mr. President, I think um, we're all here for the same reasons. Uh, we received a correspondence that we all found was very troubling. Um, and we all believe that this correspondence um, has worry, uh, worthy merit to be investigated and we're not comfortable with the way that it's being handled uh, presently, so we're trying to step in and intervene. Um, the way for us to do that is to get an appropriation from the administration. And we can't get an appropriation from the administration unless we ask. Um, I think that the correspondence that was forwarded to us by legal counsel speaks for itself. It's very clear um, as to what's going on. What's not clear is what type of legal advice or guidance we're going to be able to receive absent going outside to an independent third party. And I can't help you with that, but I have to say that the thrust of the uh, resolution that was offered by Council of Beers is very close, although I hadn't talked to you about this, is very close to one of the resolutions that I proposed tonight. I have two, though, and I would have proposed two, uh, uh, two resolutions for the Council which could have addressed the concerns consistent with what your resolution has, but there's one other that I'd really have to explain to you in order for you to understand its propriety. And it's a simple one, and it, it won't cost you anything, but it's one which would also help address the needs of my clients and the needs of the city in order to come to a conclusion and an appropriate idea of what to do next. 
And boy, I'd hate to be watching this on television at home because they'd be saying, what is he talking about? COVID. Mr. President, if I may. Um, I believe to the point that you are, to add to the point that you were making, um, some of the parties referenced in the communication we received, which I agree with Councilor Knight is deeply troubling, have not waived their rights, which I believe according to the legal advice that we have gotten in our meeting on Wednesday, means that we cannot enter, and enter into an executive session on the matter. And it also, I believe, constricts in the same, in the way that you're describing how we can talk about the situation. Right. So we, as I said, we have no desire to be uh, under a bushel basket or secretive about what we say, but I wanna respect everyone's rights also. That's why if we were an executive session, of course we can speak quite freely. Now, if there's some prohibition procedurally on us going in, then please tell me. Mr. President. Council Marks. Uh, thank you, Mr. President. Uh, from my recollection, record, uh, recollection from the uh, Wednesday meeting that we had, um, we were told that we couldn't go into executive session because there wasn't uh, proper notification of the individuals involved. And we held out from going in because we didn't want to violate any individual rights, Mr. President. So we duly notified the individuals involved under the open meeting requirements. And, uh, and we asked the city solicitor at the time, uh, Ms. Scanlon, that uh, once we notify the parties involved and uh, they have the opportunity whether to appear or not, but if parties do not appear, what right do we have to continue to meet in executive session and further discuss? And uh, the feedback that I got originally was that if they weren't present, we couldn't discuss an executive session. But then it was also brought up, uh, I think it was by Vice President Knight, that uh, the open meeting law is notification purposes only. And once you notify a party saying, we potentially may be discussing you and you know, uh, uh, you know, some issues uh, and you decide not to attend, that doesn't uh, you know, prohibit the body from then acting, Mr. President, and doing. Otherwise you can come to a total standstill because the party may never show up, right? And, and I'm not sure what good that would be uh, in having us try to at least uh, move forward on this issue, Mr. President. So at, at this point, uh, unless someone could tell us otherwise, I think uh, proper notice was given to the individuals for the 48 hour notification. Uh, the purpose of the meeting was given, Mr. President, and we have every right as a council to go into executive session to discuss next steps, Mr. President. So, um, and to me, uh, you know, or it could be done on the floor I, I would think if we're gonna err on the side of caution, uh, the reason why executive session is, is there is so you can go in and discuss you know, uh, uh, allegations, you can go in and discuss uh, character, reputation, you can go in for a number of reasons, Mr. President. Uh, emergency issues uh, that may arise in the community. And um, I, I think this would be the appropriate time to go into executive session. Um, so I, I just, I don't see a reason why we, could not go in, and I've yet to be told that we cannot go in, Mr. President. Thank you. Thank you. Good evening. Name and address of the record, please. I'm Patricia Doherty, 235 Winthrop Street. I have two questions for the council through the chair. Maybe the president could answer it. 
I saw the meeting Wednesday night and I was very disturbed. I don't understand why the city solicitor did not recuse herself. There's clearly a conflict of interest. I'm not giving you legal advice. I just think that that's, a lot of people mentioned that. And the second thing is, are you not mentioned in the allegations? Is not your reputation on the line? Don't you match the section, the first section of the rules of um, open meeting law and the exceptions while you can go into executive session? I would believe so, but. I'm sorry, what? I would believe so, but uh, we don't Here's have. Here's the thing, absent some advice from some legal counsel yeah. as to what direction yeah. we should go in. I'm a little upset that we don't have our legal advice because well, we, want the chair. Legal, we want legal advice because we want to be able to protect the rights of not only well, those accused but also the victims. I mean, yes, that's through the chair. I mean, just reading what's out there in the papers and in, in everything else. Um, as a resident only, not speaking to in any other way. But it's clear when you read the open meeting law, the exception says the reputation, character, and a few other odds and ends. Well, if you deal with <laughs> the initial <coughs> allegation of a statement, you people are right in there, so I don't know why you're not into executive session talking about yourselves and how to protect yourselves. That's one. And the second thing I would think, and other people, and I, I came down tonight when I heard there was a meeting because I'm thinking, the city solicitor is a lovely person, but she should have recused herself. There's a major conflict of interest here. So no one should be giving you legal advice that's inside City Hall. I think that's why we're having the meeting tonight. And then, and so I'm asking the question, but you don't have to answer that. The third one is that just occurred to me with what through the chair, the counselor Knight said is, I don't understand. I don't know. I don't think the rules have changed, but if we thought there was a problem in city hall, maybe you just go hire your own attorney and let them duke it out with the city to get the bill paid because they're on the other side of the, um, you know, the fight. That's what I'd do if I was sitting on the city council. I'm not. You guys have to make up your mind. Mr. President, if I may. Oh, so Bess, um, on the point of legal counsel specifically, Ms. Doherty, through the chair, um, we have requested an appropriation, I believe, two nights ago for legal counsel um, that the city council would have as an independent counsel in this situation. Um, I hear what you're saying. I don't know if we could find a lawyer who would take, I don't know, take on the idea. Oh, they, I bet there'd be a lot they, of lawyers. They might not get paid. Um, through the chair. I think there'd be a lot of lawyers that would take it on and try to then deal with the city later. Point of information. Point of information, uh, Vice President Knight. As I stated earlier, this isn't to tire and feather anybody. It's to get to the bottom of it, to make sure that employees that are working in this environment aren't subjected to hostile nature, uh, hostile aggression. All right. I mean, that's what this is about. This isn't a, to, this isn't a you got your moment. It's we need to find out the facts. We need to know what's going on. We don't right now. So we need the opportunity to be afforded the tools to allow us to hire an independent fact checker to find out what's going on, to see if there's even something going on. I don't have any reason to not believe the victims that have come forward. I have no reason to believe them. They're two people I respect tremendously and I've had a great deal of pleasure working with over the years. And I do not feel as though they're lying. But at the same time, we need to do our due diligence. We need to do our part to ensure that if we are gonna take action, that there is probable causes, there's a reason for us to go forward. If we're gonna send this to a state agency, that's great. Let's conduct the, let's conduct the investigation. Let's conduct an internal investigation, have the mayor give us the money and, and move forward. Um, but you know, we're gonna sit here and talk around in circles about the open meeting law and our representation and this and that. At the end of the day, we all know what we want. We want a lawyer to look at this. We want our own investigator. We don't want the accused selecting the person that's gonna investigate them. 
so that we can get a report just like the one they got up in Gloucester a couple of weeks ago that said, oh yeah, the mayor wasn't very nice, but they didn't break any laws. You know, we want a report that's thorough, right? That provides us with the facts and the information and also guidance as to what our obligations are and at the same time, protecting the rights of the individuals that have come forward and the individuals that have been accused. I mean, this isn't, this isn't as easy as, you know, one, two, three. This is a lot of moving parts. And the only way we're going to get through it is if we get an appropriation from the mayor. So I say we just support Councilor Bears' resolution asking for an appropriation. We give the mayor five calendar days to answer. And if she doesn't, then we send it off to the state agencies and we let them do what they got to do. Mr. President, um... I don't have a dog in this fight, but as a former member of the city council, I care very much how you're being portrayed. And I don't know, I just met for the first time, Mr. Durham, I talked to him once or twice when I needed information to speak here on May 11th. And I met him for the first time, I think tonight, I don't think I spoke to you at a Memorial Day service. And I've never, um, I, I wouldn't know uh, the director of finance if I walked by her. Uh, I don't know who said what, but I care about what happens to the council. I care very much about your reputation. And I hope you guys take a look at the exception. One, you're right in there. You can go talk about yourselves all you want. We're a and body public, and the body public was what was named, not individuals. And if you read item number one, it says an individual, and it doesn't talk about a body public. And we're a body. The body was named as, as, as a group, not as you an guys, individual. You guys, you, through the chair, you have a lot of discretion. And if I may, Mr. President, just finish. Oh, so what I was going to just finish up and say is there is recent precedent for a mayoral administration appropriating funds for an independent council to this body, I believe around the Locust Street matter. And I think we could even arguably say around our recent zoning work with Mr. Bobrowski as well. So if we are to request this, there's a recent precedent in multiple cases that the administration has appropriated funds for independent council for this city council, um, independent legal council for this city council and I agree with Councilor Knight. Maybe we put a clock on it and say, if we don't get a response, then we will take other action. But I would hope, given precedent, that it would be pretty simple for an appropriation to be made. And I don't think that this this um, course of action is any different than what we've seen in the past when, um, you know, we had the Italian um, investigator come in. The mayor called in an investigator. The investigator conducted an investigation. They came up with facts. Then the facts were reviewed. And then it was determined whether or not it was appropriate to go somewhere else. I don't understand why we... You know, same thing with Locust Street. You know, I, I think that we need to stick to a certain protocol here. Thank you. Councilor Murrell. Thank you, Mr. President. And I understand the reasons being cited for going to executive session, but I I agree with Councilor Knight and Councilor Bears where without legal representation right now, I don't, I don't see us going into executive session and coming out with anything different than what we have right now because we don't have any additional legal guidance that's going to appear in executive session. So. I support Councilor Bear's resolution and, and uh, Vice President Knight's amendment. If I could say one thing, Mr. President, let's look at what we know. There are allegations. You've read the allegations. We don't have to go into executive session for you to read those allegations. Anyone with common sense would say these allegations are significant and serious. So, the council was approached because my clients had nowhere else to go, given the nature of the allegations that they're making. So it came to the council. These are the things we know. And so what else do we know? You need, and I'm, I'm all in favor of legal representation. I'm all in favor of this city getting legal representation on this issue. 
Don't make any mistake about it. So, since we know A, B, and C, then D would be that you request of the administration dollars to acquire the services of a person or entity that can provide you with the investigation that you need in order to discern whether or not these allegations are meritorious or whether or not they are not. And if they are, then what should you do in order to make a uh, next step? So on that part of it, I don't think you need to do anything except propose a resolution and vote on it. Or am I missing something? I don't think I am. Now, I said I had a second resolution that I would have suggested to you. And I think it's a very good one, but I can't present it without going into this verbal dance around the fence pickets of names in order to give you the reason behind this. Now, I can do it, and I can do it briefly, but all you need to do right now is the first resolution that you have, I would put a dollar figure on it, too. And I wouldn't, be, uh, I wouldn't be shy about that. I mean, what do I know? That dollars like 10,000 sound pretty good to me. Nonetheless, uh, that's just a suggestion. I still haven't mentioned any name. The other thing I would do, because it appears, according to newspaper reports, that someone is denying having made particular statements. So the question is whether or not those statements were made. And those statements, if they were made, were made on a Microsoft video conference. And there could be a transcript of that. But the transcript is owned by the entity who was the sponsor of that meeting. And it wouldn't surprise you to know that I spoke with their general counsel, who said, if there is a transcript, and there may not be, there may not be a video one, but there may be a written one. But if there is one, General Counsel told me, I can't give it to you without the permission of the city of Medford. So the resolution that I had was that the council vote to request and approve the private entity that had the video conference to release the transcript. Because the statements which we say were made have been denied by people that are persons that we say made them. So I think that the resolution that you propose, Counselor, is prudent and it is appropriate. Tying that in with the second resolution, which I suggest, and I have seven copies for both, would satisfy my clients for tonight, <coughs> relieve you of the necessity of coming back here again to find out that you can't meet again, which is like a dog uh, chasing its tail, and you can stop that tail chasing and take a substantive step to do what needs to be done. Or, and this is the or, and this isn't threat or anything, it's just reality. Or do nothing. And then somebody else will. Thank you, sir. Chair waits a motion from the floor. Vice President Nagel. I think that it's certainly evident that um, this is something that the council um, has expressed great concern about. We've met three times in the period of a week on this subject, right? How, how often do we see the council do that uh, to emergency meetings? When was the last time we had an emergency meeting? Locust Street. 
Um, it's been quite some time since, uh, since we've gone through that. Um, I, I certainly think that uh, inaction is not the answer. I think we need to move forward with the resolution and request the appropriation funds. I mean, what else can we do? Thank you, Mr. President. Uh, I would also agree doing nothing is not an option. We need to move forward. Uh, we need to request an appropriation. I think we do need to be specific, and I think we also need to be specific as to the date that we want an answer from the administration. I know, Council Knight, you mentioned, I believe it was five days. Am I correct? Which is fine with me. I mean, I, I would like to just make it specific. Like, I mean, I, I think Tuesday by 5 p.m. is fine with me. I'm not sure if other members feel the same way, um, but I think uh, we shouldn't be, I don't like the idea that we keep, not we, but this issue keeps moving. I feel like we're not making any progress, so we need to make progress on this. And I think we need to actually have deadlines where we wanted a, an answer from the administration by Tuesday at 5 p.m. And that's up for discussion, of course, with Monday morning. That's so. fine. Okay, so that would give them two. Friday. That would be that. That would give them two business days, which I think is fine. Like, to me, this needs to be dealt with. It needs to be dealt with immediately. We learned it exactly. We've learned about this last Friday. It's been a week. They've known about this for a while. This needs to be dealt with immediately. As far as I'm concerned, one day is appropriate. Monday at five is fine with me. Tuesday at five, we could do that as well. But no, no, I don't think it should go beyond Tuesday. Tuesday at the council meeting. That's fine. But they should let us know end of day on Tuesday. If Monday's fine, Monday's fine with me. If that's fine with other councilors, it's up for discussion. But we need to make it a hard and steady. Uh, you know, date and time. Point of information, Mr. President? Point of information. Uh, I do also believe um, on Tuesday we're going to be receiving our end of the year transfers paper. Um, so that might be a place where we can look at finding uh, some funds for this at the end of the year. I know that there'll be some transfers across accounts, but there's usually also a transfer into the general fund at the end of the year. Um, so we might have some certified free cash or general fund money that's available for us to do this. Um, and Tuesday night will be very telling as to whether or not the administration wants to offer us this opportunity as they come to present to us a budget paper that asks us to transfer funds among lines. You are correct. So I think, I think by uh, Tuesday at five is fine with me, but I'm up, that's up for discussion if councilors want to uh, come up with another, another date and time. Um, and I also think it should be, uh, there should be a number on that as well as far as how much we're looking for for an appropriation. Um, I'm not sure if it's 10,000, 20,000, but we should definitely come up with a number. Um, so that, that's where I stand on this. If, if I may quickly, I, I am trying to write down and take these amendments to, so we have something on paper that we can all agree to. I'm going to read something when I'm done hearing from everybody. Councilor Box. Mr. President, I, I agree with my colleagues. Um, I, I appreciate uh, Attorney Romley bringing up the fact that uh, he thought that it would be helpful if we requested the release of the transcripts. And uh, maybe that's something we look at once we retain an attorney. Um, to investigate, Mr. President. And uh, that may be a good idea at that point. But at this point, I think to get the ball rolling, uh, rolling I agree with all my colleagues. Um, you know, just over the last several years, and I think my colleagues would agree with me, uh, we've brought this to the attention of uh, not just this administration, but previous administrations that 
uh, the council has requested over several budget periods that we'd like to have a legal service line item. And uh, a legal service line item, Mr. President, is no different than uh, what the school committee has uh, in, uh, in the fact that they have an attorney that represents the school committee on legal items that come before the school committee. The mayor has the city solicitor uh, who reports directly to the mayor, um, although the city solicitor is responsible for uh, <laughs> legal uh, for the entire city, but uh, you know there is a direct report there. And there has been conflicts in the past, Mr. President, where uh, the uh, city council, the mayor have had differences of opinions on issues. And uh, it seems like that uh, the council is always left out left field because ultimately the city solicitor, um, you know, is, um, uh, you know, there for the, uh, the mayor and not the city council, Mr. President. And I, I think it would be helpful moving forward that uh, would we alleviate some of the concerns that we have when we do have legal questions like this, Mr. President, this would be an ideal time to say, you know what, we have an account already set up in the budget. There's 25 grand in there. Uh, you know, that's, that's bring on someone to answer a question for us. It's no different than what we did with the zoning when we hired Attorney Bobarski to come in, uh, Mr. President, and walk this council, an expert in zoning, uh, to walk us through revising zoning that we haven't looked at in 30 years. Um, so it's no different, Mr. President. And I, I agree with my colleagues. Um, you know, that uh, stated that th this is not uh, 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 a witch hunt. This is not a target after anyone in particular. Um, I, I believe we have a fiduciary responsibility uh, to the uh, residents of this community, the taxpayers of this community. When something is presented to us that we deem of serious nature, Mr. President, we're, we're obligated, I believe, to look at it. Um, and uh, that's the step we're trying to take. No more, no less. And uh, I, I think we've been careful to, uh, in this last week, to do so. Um, and uh, so I feel comfortable with the direction we're going in right now, uh, Mr. President. I would support a motion for additional funds as was offered by Councilor Beers and uh, Vice President Knight and the rest of the council uh, with the date certain and the dollar amount certain, Mr. President. Um, so I, I would support that. Thank you. Councilor yeah. Morrell. Thank you, Mr. President. Yeah, I just want to understand um, procedurally as we uh, kind of write this down and right. vote on it, what would, um, so ideally, of course, we get the appropriation, but if we do not, does that automatically trigger elevation to the AG or whatever um, agencies, or does that trigger us to meet and then vote on that? Just if we could make that clear. Yeah, I think that's an open question. I, I have that question right in front of me as well to ask. Scott Billy. So I, you know, as we listen to everybody's very, very thoughtful, I think that um, I, I appreciate the, the, uh, the movement that we're going into. But again, I think that what's important right now is uh, there's no secret that we're, our community's divided right now. And, and from what I'm hearing, unless we, people are looking to this council right now because of questions and they're questioning both sides. And that's not fair to either side. So getting something out as soon as we can and making sure that we do our due diligence and, and um, make sure the community is informed with the truth. And I think the truth would be 
an independent uh, investigator that we hire as a council uh, because there are questions. There are questions that, you know, that, that are out there that um, have, has this council uh, been pointed out in a negative way? And for this counselor, I'm looking past that. I'm looking to see what these allegations, how this is affecting our community in a negative way. So I think we need to move forward. And I, and, uh, and I know that uh, Council Rumley mentioned that uh, it's like dog chasing this tail. It's a great analogy. I, you know, someone made reference to me. This seems like a who's on first skit, and it's it's embarrassing. And people are looking to this council right now. And if we don't do something, I would lose faith in us too. So I think that the course that we're we're moving toward right now, with the deadline of Tuesday at five o'clock, with the open line items that we can we can tap into as we hear the budget on Tuesday evening and then focus on the next step of having an, an independent investigator that we bring in for guidance, uh, for legal, legal questions that then can put things out to the public, making sure we're protecting all parties. And, um, you know, so I, I feel comfortable for one counselor that in this direction. So, uh, but again, I, it, it's it's a it's a touchy situation because we have employees that uh, feel like they're not being listened to, and then we have rights of individuals that do work in this building that we support their their rights too, and and um, and um, doing it in a fair manner. I think what we're doing right now is a message to the public that we're getting the we're, we're going to get the word out and what the truth is and in a concise, thoughtful manner. So, thank you. Councilor Bias. Thank you, Mr. President. And just to echo Councilor Scarpelli, I think there may be divisions, but this council is united right. in what you just said, which is that it's our job to do whatever we can to reach the truth, to support city employees, and to make sure the community is informed about what's happening in city government. Um, so there may be divisions, but I think we can help be bringing people together and getting people the information they need. So if I may read an amended version of the motion that I gave earlier, um, I think bringing in the concerns and amendments of Councilor Knight, Councilor Falco, um, it's a motion to request that the city administration appropriate a dollar amount. I'm happy to determine that dollar amount or get suggestions to the Medford City Council for the hiring of independent legal counsel and a dollar amount for the hiring of an independent third party investigator to review certain legal and personnel matters. The council requests a response by Tuesday, June 29th at 5 p.m. So that would be this upcoming Tuesday at 5 p.m. And we need a dollar amount on that. We need a dollar amount on both, on both of those uh, for each, or? Yes, I'll second that. Council uh, Vice President A is, is proposed 15,000 for each section. We have a second on that amount. Councilor Falco. Would it be better to do Tuesday at noon? Just thinking that, you know, if we do have a meeting that night, we'll each have time to think about what is. Well, uh, Councilor Falco, the, the, the motion doesn't get to them until Monday. Yes, but the, uh, thank you, Mr. President. Yeah. I appreciate that. And yeah. they do get it, they will get that on Monday. What time will they get it by, Clerk Erdemis? I'm going to be here by 830. Okay. So move your microphone. Assuming you vote on a motion tonight. Your, mic, your mic's off. Your, mic, your mic's off. I apologize. My mic was off. Assuming that you vote on a motion tonight, going one way or the other, 
I will have the motion drafted uh, as soon as I get in on Monday morning, mm -hmm. and I will make and I will make sure that it's delivered to the city solicitor's office. So at that point, they would have. But it. What information, Vice President? We're, we're meeting Saturday, right? Yes. To do a bunch of wrap-up, is it possible we get this um, resolution squared away by then, and then have the city messenger hand deliver it to the parties? I can get it done uh, after the budget meeting tomorrow. Yeah. I, I think I think I, I uh, council council night. I, I was just mentioning that maybe we should have the deadline. I'm fine with Monday at five. I mean, they've known about this for a while. They should be able to make a decision as to whether or not they're going to, going to appropriate funds. Shouldn't take more than a day. I'm fine with Monday at five, Tuesday at noon, the latest, because if they don't appropriate funds, then we need to figure out what's next. This We need to deal with this issue. Fine. Okay, so Council Bears, uh, the, the motion was for, for $15,000 for each entity. Am I correct? Uh, that's what Council Knight's motion was. 15000 for each entity. And the date specific is going to be Tuesday at noon or Monday at 5? I'm fine with Monday at 5. Monday, are we all in agreement on Monday at 5? I just don't want the, the time bound to be cited as the reason we don't get this. And I'm not saying, I don't know, I'm just trying to cover <laughs> uh, Max. does does the dollar amount trigger off uh, procurement requirements that particular dollar amount it shouldn't not for legal services okay and, and one other point mr. president uh, we as a council pay into the mass municipal association uh, I would ask that uh, bright and early Monday morning as the president of the council that you reach out to the mass municipal association to see if they offer, if, if the funding doesn't come through, if they offer service, Mr. President, to municipalities, uh, I think this would be an ideal suggestion. It would be at no cost, Mr. President, and it may be a, a great way of uh, retaining uh, some type of legal advice at, at no cost, Mr. President. Council Bates, if you can make that part of your motion also. That the President reached out to the MMA. All right, so. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah, Council yeah. Box, you want to make that? You want to make that motion? A, a separate motion, Mr. President, that you reach out to the yes. Mass Municipal Association okay. and ask them if they provide serve legal services to okay. uh, city councils, Mr. Okay. President. All right. So uh, we have what we have. So we have fifteen thousand uh, dollars in funding. Um, we have a motion for the for me to reach out to MMA. What what are we doing for a time frame? I propose Monday at five. But that's yeah. okay. So, and Council Falco, exactly, they know about this. Close a business. Close a business on Monday. Monday, June twenty eighth, five p.m. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Council Mr. Durham, would you like to speak? And you would like me to have, to have that? You would like me to have that delivered by the by the city messenger? If possible, yes. Yes. Good evening. Name just the record, please. Sure. Michael Durham, 85 George B. Hassett Drive, Room 100, Director of Veteran Services. Um, thank you very much for choosing Monday. Uh, I appreciate it. It's already been a full seven days, and uh, these are exigent circumstances. Uh, I hope that my character uh, that you know wouldn't have been elevated to this body had it not been extreme emergency level need of help. Um, so it, it's difficult to hear it go from Friday to Tuesday to Wednesday. Here we are Friday again, 
it's a week later, we're kicking it to Monday, and thank God I'm not drowning, and uh, really need a hand here. So that's all I want to say. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Vice President Nathan. Um, just to, to um, uh, two victims, um, this is something we take very serious, and um, I can't um, express the I'm just very impressed and, and very grateful that you came forward and had the courage to do so, because I know not very often um, the people that feel as though they're in a certain situation or circumstance do that. Um, you know, you're a valuable asset to this community and you do a great job, both you and, uh, and Alicia. And um, I thank you for what you do. And I am just sorry that you have to go through this type of circumstance. You know, it's a political process and you're not here for politics. We're politicians, you're not a politician. You're a director of veteran services. You're out there every day trying to provide benefits for people that need them. Um, so, you know, I, I don't want you to be harmed by this political process because it is political. Um, but I, I do want you to know, Mike, and also Alicia, that, um, you know, I thank you for coming forward and uh, I respect you for what you're doing um, and for taking a stand. It does uh, make a difference. And, um, you know, everybody always says, if you see something, say something. So um, thank you for coming forward. It's something we do take serious. And I hope that you don't feel as though this is something that's going to get pushed down the, down the street because it's not something that um, any of us are taking lightly. Councilor Knight, thank you very much. Uh, I just want to know the respect that I have for this body, and uh, I trust all of your character to do the right thing. And, and I thank you very much. I appreciate that. All right. So we have a couple of motions on the floor. Uh, we have Councilor Bears. You want to? You, you all set to make your uh, motion? Um, give me one second. Uh, if we could do Councilor Marks's motion first. Councilor Marks, you want to make your resolution? My motion, Mr. President, is to have the council president Monday morning uh, contact the Mass Municipal Association and ask if they have any type of legal services that they provide to local municipalities. Hey, uh, on the motion by uh, Council Mark, seconded by. Second by Vice President Knight, Mr. Clerk. Roll call has been requested. Please call the roll. Yes, sir. Oh, there's no one on the uh, no one in the city who's a member of that the, the board of the MMA. Does want to have the MMA? If they're going to make a recommendation, it I should do be not know if there's anybody. I don't think Just we have anybody a resolution that there's no ties to this. Yeah, I, I don't think there's anybody on the MMA board. Let's find out the service. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I know in the past there has been, I don't think in this particular time there is. Okay, so on the motion by uh, Council Marks, uh, seconded by Vice President Knight, and the roll call vote has been requested. Mr. Cliff, please call the roll. Council Bears. <coughs> yes. Council Falco. Yes. Vice President Knight. Yes. Council Marks. Yes. Council Morrell. Yes. Council Yes. President Carabiello. Yes, uh, seminary affirmative motion passes. Just give Councilor Bears a second to finish up his motion. Um, while we're waiting, uh, we will have this delivered tomorrow. We want to uh, we'll just deliver it to um, the, the mayor's house. The mayor's house. Will we still have, we have another special meeting tomorrow morning at 8.30. Will that still go forward? Uh, I don't think that'll be necessary. Okay. And we'll just, oh, what time is our regular meeting? 9.30, 9 o'clock? We, and we'll do our budget meeting at 9.30. Okay, thank you. 
donuts and coffee. Donuts. Well, if, if donuts with a difference has some donuts by 9 30. <laughs> I know. I'll, uh, I'll have somebody make a call over in the morning. See if we can. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll have a, I guess some of them. Yeah. No, I don't like that. The donuts are better over there. They're much lighter. They're dietetic. <laughs> All right. Mr. President. Council Bears, you ready? Um, I'll read the motion in a second. I think. So the motion by Council Bears. I think to the, before that, to the question of referring this to outside state agencies, I would be more comfortable with that as a separate motion than okay, necessarily you can, you making. You can make that a separate motion. No, I, I took it out. If we don't get the money, then we have to address Right. Okay. I, I also think even after we do this specific motion, we should look at this third party thing that was brought up by Mr. Rumley. So. Okay. Um, but I'll read this now, and, and I'll give this to you as well. Um, it's a motion to request that the city administration appropriate $15,000 to the Medford City Council in its sole discretion for the hiring of independent legal counsel and $15,000 in the council's sole discretion for the hiring of an independent third-party investigator to review certain legal and personnel matters. The council requests a response by Monday, June 28th at 5 p.m. Are you happy with that? Mr. President, we could just change it so um, that the appropriation is exclusively for the purpose of addressing the complaint received by the council last Friday. Where would you change that? Just for um, says to review certain legal, replace to review certain legal and personnel. As brought to the council's attention. On Friday. Yeah, you want to read that back, Council Bears? Sure, once I got to write it down first. Okay. Mr. President, just, just if we could, in the Council Box. Note, I, I think we have to discuss, uh, and I know we've mentioned how it was going to be delivered. But I, I, I really want to make sure that uh, there's no question that this was received, because yeah. in the past we've had questions about items being received and not being received. So may, maybe if we can just cement that down. Yes. This will be, how, how will it be delivered? We'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll finish this motion first, and then we'll, we'll get it. Okay, we'll I just out. want to make sure we have that down. All right, I'll read it again. <clears throat> Excuse me. And the motion, the motion uh, to is, is this. The motion to request that the city administration appropriate $15,000 to the Medford City Council in its sole discretion for the hiring of independent legal counsel and 15,000 for the hiring of an independent third party investigator to review certain legal and personnel matters as brought to the attention of the council on June 18th, 2021. The council requests a response by Monday, June 28th, 2021 at 5 p.m. Okay, uh, so on the motion by Councilor Bears, seconded by. Okay. Seconded by Vice President Knight, Mr. Clerk, please call the roll. Council Bears. Yes. Council Falco. Yes. Vice President Knight. Yes. Council Marks. Yes. Council Morell. Yes. Council Scarpelli. Yes. President Carabiello. Yes, seven affirmative motion passes. And we need one more motion to, um, this will be delivered to the uh, chief executive of the city's uh, home um, in person by the city messenger. If someone can make that motion. So delivered in delivered in hand or in hand. In hand. In hand. That is that the do they does it have to be received? Are they confirming that someone actually received it? Is that 
Yes, sir. It's not on my, it's, it's not oh. on. There it is. Oh, it's there on. we are. It's on. Uh, I've been away a long time. <laughs> May I suggest that the uh, preference be in-hand delivery? However, if that for some reason is, is not, not uh, uh, possible, that uh, leaving it last than usual, which would be that address, and then have an attestation that it was left last than usual. That way, you're not going to have somebody say, I, I didn't get it until Monday yeah. or Tuesday or whatever. So, okay. So if someone can make that motion. Mo motion that it be delivered in hand <clears throat> to the president. And uh, if, that's, if, that's not if that's not possible. Last, last, L-A-S-T, and usual. <coughs> that's a legal term dealing with leaving a notice at a place where a person resides or does business. Got some row. And it would additionally be delivered. Um, have the clerk on Monday by the clerk as well. Uh, no, like tomorrow. it's not in lieu of. No, I'm sorry. It'll be delivered by the city messenger tomorrow, but also. Um, I don't know. I don't know if it's going to be here or not. If, if, if I may, I, I would think he should be here, especially since we haven't we'll received have, any documentation. We'll deliver it a couple of times. Oh. We'll deliver it a couple of yeah. times. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I just don't want it to be in lieu of. I want it to be in yeah. addition to. Yeah, if he comes, he comes. I don't know if he's going to be here or not. Yeah, I would I agree. Oh, certainly this here, is I guess I can't say if it's gonna be here or not. Mr. President, I would agree this method is fine. I think we should additionally deliver it. We should deliver it as much as possible. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. So is it gonna be delivered electronically as well? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so on uh, the motion by uh so you want electronically? Yeah, I think it should go both. Yeah. So. Uh, the motion yes, by please. Councilor Max, as amended by Councilor Falco. Seconded by Vice President Knight. Mr. Clerk, please call the roll. Councilor Ferris. Yes. Councilor Falco. Yes. Vice President Knight. Yes. yes. Councilor Marks. Yes. Councilor Morell. Yes. Councilor Scarpelli. Yes. President Caraviello. Yes. Seven the affirmative motion passes. Council President. Uh, d depending on the response, uh, if we do receive a response, uh, I think it would be prudent uh, now to set up a meeting, which could always be canceled, uh, so we don't have to uh, worry about uh, pushing this too far down. So I would respectfully ask that uh, we set, set up a meeting for, what do we want to do, uh, the following night, if we, Wednesday or Thursday? or I, I'm uh, not available on Wednesday. So. Uh, well, one, one of the nights, just so we have a night lined up. And, oh, we can do it uh, Tuesday. We can do it Tuesday before the meeting. Inside the notice. Okay. That's right. uh, Thursday. Okay. Thursday. We do th I'm, I'm just saying, I think it would be prudent okay. to just right. set something up. And if need be, we may not need it. Okay. We could just cancel well, it. Well, temporary meetings have. And um, the, same no the same notification. Yeah, we don't have anything. You want that to be a council meeting or committee of the whole? Um, committee of the whole, right? I think that'd be better. Committee of the whole, because otherwise it have to be a special council Would meeting. Council. If we, we set up a committee of the whole, Mr. President, uh, are we uh, with the purpose of, of I, right? Are we going to be able to take a formal vote? 
if it's not an item that's on the agenda. So if we decide to do something other than what was stated for that, if you know, if we get a response back saying uh, it'll be taken under advisement, we, we may have to go a different route. Therefore, we would have to post, right? If we're going to ultimately take a vote, um, I think we're probably better off making it a regular meeting or special meeting. Special meeting. You can you can schedule that one. I don't, I don't believe you need to vote on that to schedule that. I think you, I, I think you can just schedule the yeah. meeting. Okay. So I'm, I'm I can yeah. I can get that notice out on Monday through the chair. May I make a statement? Uh, yes. Uh, name and address of the record, please. Uh, Alicia Nunley, Benjamin Finance Director, 85 George P. Hassett Drive, Medford, Massachusetts. I am respectfully asking that you please. Uh, request the transcript of the meeting from the third party. Um, it's like most people, it's very hard. It is him and I that came forward and it's not an easy thing to come forward and it's not something people want to do. And I, I hate the idea of people thinking that somebody would make something up this serious. And I think having a transcript from a third party released which shows what was said is only the right thing to do. If it is in existence, enable for your body to ask for it. Mr. President. Councilor Falco. I, I was gonna say, I'll make that, I'll make that motion. I, I, I have no problem with that. Uh, that, was, that was a piece of my original motion. I agree, okay, then, then I agree wholeheartedly. It's not what we ended up voting on. It sounded to me like I didn't, I just wanted to make sure all information is out there. It sounds like uh, Council Rumley had something more specific that may be accurate and I'm happy for you to propose it. All right, so we, uh, Council Falco, do you wanna make that motion? Yes, uh, be it resolved that the Memphis City Council that Clifton Larson Allen LLP, also known as CLA, be authorized and permitted to release to the city council a video uh, recordation or transcript of the June 1, 2021 kickoff Microsoft Teams video in which the participants included Alicia Nunley Benjamin, Mayor Brianna Lungo Kern, Hannah York, Sean, Sean McOldrick, Marianne O'Connor, Penelope uh, Finioli. Brookwhite and Tyler LaValley. Second. Uh, on the motion by Councilor Falco, seconded by Vice President Knight. Mr. Clerk, please call the roll. Councilor Bears. Yes. Councilor Falco. Yes. Vice President Knight. Yes. Councilor Martins. Yes. Yes. Yes, seven affirmative motion passes. Thank you, counselors. Thank you. Th thank you, Alicia. Uh, do we have any, any further discussion this evening? I, I just had a council bears. I wanted to say one thing and then I, I had one more question. Um, which is just that I 
we out here as politicians, we have our campaign pledges and our visions and what we want to do for the city. And we come out here and we, we voice them and we try to do what we think is best. Uh, but the people who help the residents of Medford and make the city function and functionally are the nuts and bolts of what city hall is, are the city employees who go above and beyond every day. And I think the two people we've heard from tonight, I don't think we can question, have gone above and beyond for this city many times. Um, and I just wanted to say that very, very openly because I think it's our job as elected officials to create an environment where we have great city employees who can do their best work, do it without question and, and do it, you know, without fear. And I think that's the goal here of this, of what we're able to do. We may be constrained in what we can say here. I don't feel that I'm constrained in saying what I'm saying right now, because that's a general principle, regardless of any circumstances or questions or why we're here tonight. Um, that's what our duty is. And I think that what we're doing tonight is trying to do that duty to the best of our ability. And I just want to say to uh, city employees that it's a very, I think you're in a very difficult situation. And um, I do hope that, I think you do such a good job for this city and, and I think it'd be a disgrace to lose you. So I just wanted to say that. Um, and I also just wanted to have one question of substance, which is, do we want to hold off on any discussion of referring this to other state agencies for a future meeting or do we want to discuss that tonight? I'm here in future meeting. Let's get some legal advice. Okay, right. thank you. I think the whole council uh, echoes uh, Council Beer's uh, remarks there. Uh, you know, the, the two people, the, the uh, uh, exemplary employees uh, of the city. So, uh, the motion by Vice President Knight to adjourn. Second and by. Second. Second and by Council Marks. All those in favor? Aye. All those opposed? Motion passes.